Welcome to 24 Legacy Talk. It is Entertainment Talk's podcast for 24 Legacy on Fox UK and Fox US. I'm your host, Matthew. Joining me today, David. How are you today? I'm very well, thank you. Good. Uh, so this is for Season 1, Episode 6, which is 5 to 6pm. The uh, the sort of schedule continues with the last number being the episode number as well. Yeah. Um, what did you think of this episode? Pretty eventful. Yeah, I really liked it. Uh, it's because it, I, I think there's been a lot of kind of building and and that sort of stuff, and we're what about we're halfway through the series now. Yeah, um, six of and twelve, yeah, yeah. So uh, it, I think it was it was a real kind of ramp up in terms of the action and um, mm-hmm. certain plots changing and that sort of stuff. Interestingly, I, I looked up the director for this, and the director for the episode is David Fury, who's a, a Buffy Angel guy. Um, okay. you know, he, he did Buffy Angel and uh, Fringe, and so he's quite a well-known director, which I just thought was interesting. But, uh, mm. yeah, he's uh, he really did a great job on this. I, I thought I really liked this episode. I thought it really stepped things yeah. up a lot. Yeah, uh, I know this this show doesn't have a mid season finale, but this also this almost felt like the end of the arc for the first half because you kind of had the end of the yes. whole David Demira thing, quite the uh, explosive ending. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, it, I thought it was really good. I I'm a bit sort of, um, I I'm happy those storylines have come to a close so that we can kind of move into the obvious. You know, however, Tony's going to be involved plotline and like yes, um, you know, with Isaac and Nicole, that was kind of the start of a new plot. And I'm like, like we said last week about those two characters, I'm glad they decided to do something with them. Um, yeah, something quite quite interesting, um, especially given how the episode ends with Eric and his kind of he's under under duress in in a certain in a certain way uh, that you can also be under duress when you're captured, but it's more of a it's more of a sort of loose yeah loosely ver- loose version um i'm just a little i would have liked emira's and david's story to have done something maybe different because those characters are dead now and it just feels like yeah they were obviously they were pawns in the whole um you know with this, this guy who's captured nicole and uh isaac uh obviously the stories the terrorist plot is going to go more towards him and less towards emira uh, because he said, um, you know, they've got fourteen more of like the vans full of of bombs. Yeah. Uh, so obviously that's gonna play some part. He's gonna play a big part in that. So it seems just like that. Amira and Amira and David and Drew somewhat were sort of just pawns in the, in the, in the bigger game. Um, yeah. Yeah. I I thought it was really good. Though. I thought that it moved things along nicely. It ended some nice plot lines. Um. I think the the storyline with Eric was um, a little confusing to start with, but I I'm glad as to how that kind of finished up. Um, so that's actually to do with the first um, note I have here. Eric convinces Mullins to include him in the tactical team until they can defeat the Jadists. CTU recovers um, Jadal's address from the laptop. Um, so yeah, he 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 prepares and like goes on this raid thing, um, but we don't we don't really see that much of it they sort of go into the woods and stuff like that and w- once that started happening i thought oh cool we're gonna see like some i know they're not swat but some like swat army sort of team stuff yeah. and then we sort of saw them breach um the wall and go in but i, I thought that maybe go somewhere a little bit further um 
I How yeah, I was, exp- I was you shoot out leaks to the press alerting Jadal. Um, is Jadal the young guy's name? Uh, yes, yeah, Jadala, I think actually it is, but yes. Hello, sorry. Um, what, what did you say? Yeah, Jadala, I think is is the uh, that's the young guy. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, so alerting him who evacuates the facility before CTU arrives. What? Yeah. What did you think of the whole like mission thing that Eric went on? <laughs> I yeah I a bit like you I was expecting them to sort of catch them leaving and there being a bit of a shootout there but I I guess it may be a bit too early for that and and you know plot wise so you know they they obviously just missed them yeah but yeah that I mean they cleared out really quickly but then I suppose they they are going to be set that, up yeah. for doing that yeah yeah so so I think that probably makes sense. But yeah, I, I thought they would be a bit more of a shootout there and we'd get like a bit more action, but uh, you know, mm. that's fine. Yeah, I kept hearing people talk about this Agent Lock, and I was like, who is this character that people keep talking about? But it's the guy with the vest at the start of the episode that uh, Eric talks to about Ben. So I'm glad yeah. I finally know who, who that is. Is this the first time we've seen him, or have we seen him before? But I just didn't know it was him. <laughs> uh, this is... No, this we've we've seen him... Before isn't he? Isn't he the guy that's the? Uh, yeah, he's CTU field agent. He's head of field operations, and he's boyfriend or ex-boyfriend to the analyst that that's been benched. Mm. I think, if I remember correctly, because that was the phone conversation that they had in this episode about the you know uh, there's something about sort of not being brave enough because because they they split up because Locke wouldn't come out mm. I think was, yeah was, so yeah um, yeah I so we have seen him like on and off he's been there but uh, yeah you must have obviously instantly forgettable for you <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh, we'll probably see some more of, of Locke's character um, throughout the rest of the show, so uh, hopefully that goes yeah. to uh, some more places. Um, some more of John and Henry, and Henry's still just like, I can't tell you what I don't know, son. And I'm like, is he just gonna like just keep doing this? Like, I don't know. It's a. I mean, he's got his plan is that he no longer has contact with these people, so he doesn't feel there's any evidence. So that yeah. when John is repeatedly asking him and like goes in the room and stuff, Henry's just like, "Son, I I don't know what you're talking about." Um, it's pretty well acted, if I do say so. Um, yeah, like he look. If you if we as the viewers didn't know or didn't see that conversation, I would have uh, been like fairly convinced because he. Uh, yeah. Uh, obviously, he's he's convincing Rebecca enough. Um. So yeah, where, where do you think they go with with this? Like. I eventually I, find I some evidence and yeah, yeah I mean I think they must find some evidence at some point I mean I, I you know because John has said that he's he's gonna um, give up you know the running for the White House mm. which I think is fair enough because the the problem is you've got if your father-in-law has been um, implicated in a terrorist plot how do you how do you then run for president after that i mm. you know i think i i think the, the this is that's part of the problem where where uh the plan really fell down because if if any of this ever came out 
that would completely screw John's career. Regardless, you know, yeah. even though he wasn't directly involved, that was always going to screw his career if it ever came out. So, mm. you know, um, yeah, I, I, I'm not sure where they go with it. My guess is at some point they will find some evidence to yeah. link him to it. But... I mean, it would be a pretty bad, pretty, pretty badly written if uh, John again goes in and asks Henry or another person just asks Henry and he just keeps saying, I don't know what you're talking about, because then that would be like the third time and it would be like, all right, just kind of move this this forward a bit. So I think um, you know they'll leave him in the room, and then hopefully John will go off and find some evidence and um, or something like that, and maybe he'll get uh, Neela to to help him with that, maybe because you know she's been cleared now, so uh, she can get yeah. back to work. Uh, who we didn't see in this episode, so um, we'll have to. Uh... We did briefly. Did we? we did. Okay. We did briefly. Yeah, we did briefly see because he has because that he's the person that. Because she does say to him uh, that he's he's not going to run for president, uh, <clears throat> and she, you know, he tells her to he because he apologizes to her and then asks for a press conference, you know, or you know, say put it out to the press that I'm I'm stepping down. So, mm. so we do we do see her briefly, but not for very long. Um, yeah, we'll have to we we'll have to see where where they go with Henry and John, but just don't do another like what do you know sort of scene. Um, yes. Like, the give you a name sort of line um yeah sort of thing, which I, i've seen a lot in tv now not just in nine seasons of 24 but i've I've seen that that sort of not necessarily that exact line but that sort of thing um but uh you know if you want the name what, what else do you say so uh yeah. harris arrives with his compound which uh kasan uses to complete the explosives in an attempt to free himself and amira Harris shoots Kassan, but uh, she kills um, Harris before dying. Kassan asks her to complete the mission. So this is the whole, like, yeah, David, Kassan, Amira storyline. Um, I understood David shooting uh, Kassan, but I didn't quite... You know, it's probably a case of David... Go- <sighs> David has shot Amira's uh, brother, and David isn't as much family and uh you know yeah. she tries to keep her brother alive and then by doing so she feels she has to kill david um and stabs him it's that kind of tv thing if someone gets stabbed once and you think okay they, they can maybe survive the, depending on where exactly they got stabbed i mean i don't know exactly where different things are but um and then you know she does it twice she does it a third time then does it in the chest i'm like okay he's, he's <laughs> yeah so, he's dead yeah, <laughs> yeah. this is a slow yeah. light another one another one and then one in the chest and then he sort of falls over so um yeah uh so yeah this is basically uh, apart from Amira's uh explosion later this is basically kind of the end of this of this plot i just feel like they could have i don't know maybe integrated these characters a bit more into the bigger plot it seems like they just had their they were involved in it but it just seemed like they were sort of doing their own thing um yeah yeah no, I know, I I know what you mean, um, I, and I see where they were going with it because they had this sort of single cell, and they wanted. I, I guess if you're writing the script, you sort of want to show that what devastation can happen from mm. just one single cell. Yeah, and we now know that there were fifteen in total, so there's fourteen still left. Yeah, um, I I was, it, it was difficult to tell which direction Amira was going to go mm. in this. Because, 
you know, on one hand, it, it is her brother, but she seems to have been wavering and blatantly she didn't love david anywhere near as much as as you know he loved her so mm. you, you well, know I, just drew, so. yeah well yeah. yeah so so you know i think um she was obviously using him but she did seem very conflicted about the whole sort of mm. killing thing and i i so i was sort of surprised that after she shot him that she then decided to you know after david shot the brother mm. she decided to stab him i'm because at that point i would have thought you just kind of go well okay i i'm out you know because mm. uh, she could have walked away at that point and then didn't and decided she was going to go through with it mm. and then she so, like, tapes her father up not very well um because no he, i mean especially the mouth tape it like you know you get a longer piece of tape at least um yeah I mean, I don't know from experience or anything, but it looked, you know, when you've seen people do that in the past in TV, you get like a pretty big piece of tape. And then um, the chair wasn't very strong. He like broke out of that and then just pretty much got away. I, I feel like as soon as Amira got in the truck and started driving, that was basically her um, her plan more or less uh, to do this. Where, where Her plan at the time, whether or not at in the moment she actually uh, blows the truck up is another, you know, you can go to do something, yeah. but it doesn't mean you're definitely going to do it, especially something like this. So, um, yeah, I mean, I would have liked to have maybe seen Amira maybe fail to blow up the bomb, and then maybe she kills the uh, the clearly unprepared police officer or something, and then she maybe, I don't know, they, they just could have maybe yeah. used at least one of those characters for, for something else, but uh, yeah, yeah, they decided to use it for the big attack thing, which will feed into the kind of bigger plot with... Um, with doll, so we'll we'll see how that goes. Yeah. Um. Yeah. That's the end of their their storylines. Um. Speaking of her actual explosion, she drives towards the uh, George Washington Bridge. Mikhail, or yeah, Mikhail, her father frees himself and alerts the police. Um. But yeah, she basically she drives up there and then um. Yeah, Keith Mullins has a highway patrol officer shoot a mirror and stop the truck. Not entirely clear where he hit her. I think it was it wasn't in the head because no, it, it looked like he it looked like shoulder. yeah, shoulder or body shots or something. Mm. Um, yeah, this highway officer, patrol officer is clearly not prepared for this. Like, no, well, I, as as you wouldn't expect him to be, you yeah. know. I mean, you know. You don't you don't expect an attack like that. So I mean, I think. Uh, so is uh, his job just to like monitor traffic and that sort of thing? Yeah, yeah, he'll be he'll be a traffic cop. Hmm. So you know, um, the, the, this is very much outside of his wheelhouse. You know, I mean, yeah. traffic traffic cop job is is you know supposed to be pull over anybody that's speeding or doing something stupid on the bridge. Hmm. So like you carrying know. a bomb. Um, yeah, like carrying a bomb. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's just like, you know, like you said, he might not have been prepared for this. And um, he goes, he like nervously climbs over this bridge and tries to awkwardly, very awkwardly, like dodge the traffic and then shoots a mirror. And then like you're thinking it's not it's not the strongest of trucks. What if like he missed the bullet went through and then it blew up or like he yeah, shoots yeah, her yeah. and the truck goes off the side or like he misses and she runs him over or, or something like that. He did a he did a fairly decent job to get people away. I mean, he was saying like everyone like leave and walk off sort of thing. Yeah. Um. But yeah, he shoots her. He basically like 
stops her from driving. Did he walk all the way around the truck? Because yeah, he had to like see what was in the back, didn't he? Or like, sort of I'm not sure. Scandals not... in the back. Um, yeah. And then he walks yeah, around he... to the other side, which is unfortunate because it's better for him to go through the passenger door. Uh, or the the driver door. Sorry. Um, he sees you know, he says that the bombs are probably in the back, and says, uh, Eric says, sorry, Keith says, um. Like, is there a detonator anywhere? Because that's, like, the kind of the next important thing. She still has it yeah. in her hand. He does grab it, but they're both holding it. And then she presses the button. And then, um, unfortunately, the bridge comes down. So, yes. Yeah. Um, yeah, like you said, with the was it the directing you, you said was really good? The shot yes. of, like, the thing blowing up. And then when the camera goes up and you can sort of see... The bridge looks like it's sort of melting a little bit. But it, it was a good shot. Yeah. Um, so... Yeah, what do you think of the whole explosion thing? Yeah, I mean, I thought it, I thought this was uh, went really well. I I think it's I I did wonder whether they'd actually stop it, but you know, it's been a thing in twenty four of having you know a big explosion go off. You know, we've had like nuclear bombs go off and all sorts of things on the show before. Mm. So that's even uh, sex thing that was insane. yeah yeah. So you know, I I think it's the the uh, interestingly there's something not too dissimilar happened in homeland this season as well so yeah um, that was more of a more of an accident and more of a you know well yeah um, i mean that um, was more of a conspiracy plot but yeah but you know you you had so having the kind of off. <laughs> yes yeah uh so having the bomb go off i think it's a good way of showing the dangers of of having you know, uh, just what even one cell can do, you know, which I think was the purpose of that whole storyline. Mm. Um, I, I, again, I, it's, it's interesting because I, I'm not entirely sure, as you said before, when she was driving, whether she would actually go through with it. Mm. Um, cause I think she may have hesitated. And if somebody else had been there and she, she hadn't been shot, maybe they could have talked her out of it. But the fact that she was shot and was kind of going to die or go to prison anyway, I think that's obviously what the, the thing that kind of forced her to, to press the button. Yeah, I mean, she like wakes up as soon as uh, he puts his hand on the trigger and just doesn't hesitate and presses it. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, it's got to a point with 24 where it's not like what will happen, but it's like how and how will the characters deal with things. We know there's going to be a terrorist plot, whether it be a presidential assassination, a bomb, or a gas sort of thing because of course yeah with, with season seven we had the the gas thing that affected jack or yes. you know some kind of kidnapping or multiple different selections of of those because we got a, we got a bit of a kidnapping we got a bomb and uh there's no plot to kill anyone this season uh not yet at least anyway so no um yeah it's it's quite interesting to see how especially this season with brand new characters how they'll deal with these uh these situations um so yeah, meanwhile, Eric sends a CTU team to acquire Nicole, but uh, Jadist's um, attack, adopting her and Isaac, uh, he unluckily gets sort of run over, um, Isaac, because yeah. he maybe I don't know, there was a lot of people, and there was a guy that came up with the LMG, and I thought, oh god, when he came out, and then like, he just mows the two people down in the street. Yeah. Because, um, you know, they were obviously more prepared, because they were the people that were going for the attack. Um but yeah, they abduct uh, Nicole and Isaac. Um, Jadal calls Eric and demands that he bring a technician who can fix the drive. 
Uh, and Eric says, you know, I, I don't have anybody who can do that. And he says, in, in kind of terrorist fashion, he says, well, just get it done. Find somebody. It's up to you. Yeah. yeah. De- deal with it yourself. It's not, it's, I, I'm giving a demand. It's not my problem how you resolve the demand, but there's your demand. Yeah. Uh, threaten to kill the two of them. Um, so, uh, when this happened and when we got the clock thing, it did remind me a bit of like season one storyline, but, uh, yeah. as long as they don't go down the exact same route and have the season end the same, which I think would be, uh, too far on the repetitive scale if they did the, the like same thing. Like if, um, Jadal goes to kill Nicole and then does it or something like that and then the same thing kind of happens, which I don't think they'll do because I don't think they want to do the same thing. No. Um, do you think Isaac or Nicole could die? Um, yes. I, I think that's almost a foregone conclusion is, is one of them die. I, I suspect that it will probably be the brother, either the brother trying to heroically save somebody um, uh, to as a sort of redeeming thing but I, I and I think the brother is more likely to be the one that's killed. However, it happens. I the the, the other possibility is Eric's forced to make a choice between one or the other at some point. Hmm. I think he's quite likely. Um, which also probably means the brother's going to die because he's going to save his wife. And I I I sort of feel I don't know. I I think yeah, the brother is most most likely the one to go. Although I think it would be far more interesting if they killed the wife. Um, because I think that would be more interesting kind of character development for for uh, Eric. But um, I suspect that's not likely to be the case. I suspect the brother is far more likely to be the one that goes out of the two of them. Mm. But I think I I don't see both of them making it out of there alive. No. Uh, or at least some kind of injury, because uh, they did the th- that thing with uh, it was Allison's husband in season six or seven. He got like shot in the chest or something, and then he was in like a wheelchair. Right. Uh, yeah. So you can still like injure the characters or whatever, but um, yeah, I just don't want them to go too far down the down the same path because you know they they already did that. Yeah. Uh, what do you think of the, the attack on the Colin Isaac? Um, yeah, I mean, it, it's a good way, I guess, of bringing them into the more into the main story. Um, part of me sort of just wanted them to get the wife, uh, get Nicole to, to see to you and have her kind of out the way rather than them, them kind of dragging it into more mm. of a story. But I, you know, I can see why that's not the case because. They want to get them both a bit more yeah, involved, sort of thing. They want to get them more involved, so that sort of is a way to yeah. do that, I guess. Mm. At least they're out the flat now, so yeah. You can, yes, they can do something a bit more interesting. Um, yeah, I feel like with the show at the moment, because we're halfway through the season, I feel it's fair to put somewhat of a judgment on it. Um, I I have liked these characters. I'm starting to grow to like them more, um, especially Eric. Uh. I think Isaac and Nicole are interesting characters. I think the characters at uh, at CTU are interesting. I feel like one of the... It's it's strange that it's kind of come up, but I feel like one of the things that the show is lacking is action at the moment. We've not really seen... We've seen it in very sort of small bursts. Like, we um, had Eric at the, like, police station thing where he was dealing with people there. You had him dealing with the people at um, 
the train station with Ben. Uh, the conversation with Ben, Eric, and Gabriel wasn't really a shootout. That was more of a like confrontation. And then you had you had some some of that this episode with the whole breach and all that sort of thing. Um, but yeah, I just feel like it could do with a bit of a, a sort of shootout. Um, yeah. Perhaps maybe in in a in a couple of episodes, Eric will maybe maybe get into the place when Nicole and Eric are, and they can the three of them can maybe like shoot their way out, sort of thing. Yeah, maybe. Or they can call in the team at some point. Do, do you agree? It needs a little bit more action. Yeah, no, I, I I would agree with you more. I I do wonder whether in this day and age it, it is a problem with the whole real time format. Mm. Uh, you know whether whether fundamentally now 24 just doesn't work as well as it did in the past and and whether that's an issue with the format in itself you mean like the um, episode thing um no i just the more the real-time format thing um because it it, it restricts what you can actually do and yeah, it restricts how many how much action you can put in you know because he's got to get from a to b and I think you'll probably find if you go back and watch that there wasn't there there wasn't as much action actually in the whole original twenty four series either. But I I think maybe the TV tastes have changed slightly, and it you know so this format doesn't work quite as well as it could do because it's restricted into well you know. Eric's over here and we've got to get him over there and you know that's means he's got to do this this and this to get to that but you know mm, so by it's, the end of there, the hour sort of thing. yeah by the end of the hour so there is a certain restriction in the amount of action you can put in because of, the, of what's going on so I don't know maybe m- maybe it's an issue with it but I, yeah I would like to see a little bit more action mm. going on with it um uh, and uh, part of it is the fact that you're also dealing with new characters as well you know mm. Whereas, whereas Jack would just go off on a wild tangent if you know, <laughs> and if he wanted to. Yeah, yeah. I I feel like that's maybe one of the triggers this season hasn't had is it hasn't had the crazy happen yet. Yeah, yeah. Uh, which is where tra- uh, twenty four like really sort of ramps itself up when like Jack's chasing someone and all all the characters are like extremely busy and um, you know it's a full on like to the hour sort of show. Um, so how do you how do you feel about the show so far? Do you do you think it's doing well? I heard that it's struggling somewhat in ratings. Um, whether yeah. that, that affects the, f- the future of the show or not, but uh... yeah, it's it's not been doing as well. It's been doing okay for yeah. Fox, but it's, it's been not done three point eight million, three point nine yeah. million, yeah, which is all right. But it's not. They wanted it to be much bigger than that, and it isn't. So that may affect whether they do it again. Um, yeah, I mean, this was always billed as an event series, and which means that you know they they don't necessarily need to make an, another season after this, but obviously they would like to, I mm. think. And there does, from what I've I've read, the Fox executives would like to be able to bring it back again. It's just whether they can justify it. Um, I, I mean, personally, I've enjoyed it. I think it's been slow in places, though, and I think it it could do with a little bit more work here and there, but you are dealing with setting up new characters and stuff. Yeah, um, all brand new characters. Yeah. Yeah. And maybe that's part of the, being part of the problem, mm. you know, because, and again, I, as I say, I said before, I, it, it's whether this format still works, mm. you know, 
Um, I, I've heard some people say it doesn't necessarily work week to week, and some people are going to wait till the like they're they're saving all the episodes up and they're just going to watch them in like chunks sort of thing. Well, that that is the thing because yeah. you know twenty fours as you are a testament to you know you watched it quite a lot of it by binge watching your way through yeah. it from episode mm. to episode. Yeah, that's kind of when I was just like first discovering good tv uh yeah. like better tv and like 24 was sort of the only thing i was watching and um you know I, like i kind of started doing with netflix i watch one show at a time and then it instead of watching five different shows and watching one a day or on in a netflix situation if yeah. you watch one a day of the same show instead of five different shows it does work better for pacing um which is like a an easier way of binging is not necessarily sitting down and watching like four or five in one go. Yeah. Um, I mean, maybe that's something they look at. Maybe if they bring it back and they bring it back and do, you know, uh, and I, I don't know whether Fox actually has a proper full blown streaming service, but maybe they dump it all on one go. Yeah. On a, like cause, Hulu and Netflix and Amazon, they could, they could try, but it's, it's what like, fox wants to do because fox hasn't you know yeah because it is a fox show like platform like sort of yeah like cbs cbs in the us has cbs all access which is their streaming service which people pay additional money to have that streaming service yeah. so if it was on cbs you could just go well fine we'll just dump the whole lot and then people can binge it mm. um fox i don't think i uh, have have that system over there they're therefore you know they're wanting to put it out on a on a weekly basis and you know maybe they could do it one a night over a week or uh, you know over a couple of weeks and do it that way mm. so they're much closer together or I, d- I don't know yeah i don't know how you get around that but yeah i i think i've heard that a number of times and people sort of saying it works better as a binge watchable experience mm. so um yeah it'd be yeah. interesting I think going back to talking about the action, I often, I sometimes have the same thing with like superhero shows. I feel that each episode of a, a, let's say like the Flash or Arrow, for example, need a kind of not a massive set piece, but a a two to sort of three minutes like fight scene because that's what you know, whether it's Eric or Jack or Arrow or Flash, that is part of what these people do. They do fight people, um, and it is you know a part of the shows. Um, yeah, so I, I think it's a good, it was a good idea to make it twelve episodes at least. That was at least a good, uh, you know, because then you have you know the twelve hour time skip and you don't have to sit through another twelve hours of like potential somewhat filler, which is what I feel these uh, DC uh, CW shows struggle with because they have to have like the full season thing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, anything else you want to say about the episode, or should we talk about this this email that we have? No, no, go on to the email. Uh, so we have an email from Jacob. Uh, so thank you, Jacob, for, for writing in. Uh, he says, do you guys see any other original characters returning, not necessarily in Legacy, but in the future? So who could, who could we see, like, returning, not necessarily, like, in this show, but, you know, depending on w- what the show decides to do in the future, what kind of characters we have. Ooh. That's that's an interesting one. Someone made um, a joke online about Michelle Dessler coming back from the dead, which would make you know <laughs> we saw her die a bit more than what we saw Tony die. Um, so yeah, I don't think I don't think Michelle is coming back. Um, yeah, and then we, it went into a bit of a joke, and I was like, um, 
What about if they do some sort of clone thing? But we were we were joking. So um, yeah, uh, I mean you've got Belchek, you've got Kate, you've got Chloe, you've got Jack, you've got Martha, who the actress last week. Uh, I said that um, she said she would yes. like to come back. So that's you know that's a clear opportunity. I think the main problem with getting Kiefer back is not his commitment to the show; it's the fact that he's doing a twenty-two episode show of a different show. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, and that's you know scheduling and he can only be in place at one one place at one time um any others you can think of that you'd like um i, I mean it's, it's difficult because i mean obviously we know we've got tony coming back you mm-hmm. you could maybe have kim pop up somewhere but mm-hmm. uh because she was <laughs> yeah um you know uh, there, I was there just are about a... to say terry then but uh that's, that's uh, not possible. Unless it's yes. the, his, uh, her daughter, Terry. Is that what they named her? I think that's what they named her. Yeah. Uh, yes, could be. Uh, could be. I'm not sure. Um, Chase. Yeah. A lot of people yeah. didn't like him. Yeah, he wasn't yeah. massively popular, but yes, um, that would be possible. I mean... Definitely not Freddie Prince Jr. Not after what happened with that. And he, he was saying like how unprofessional Kiefer was and all that sort of stuff. Yeah, That's like yeah. your ticket off the show. Yeah, yes. Don't insult the main star. I mean, he may <laughs> have been right, but you don't do that. Um, mm. So yeah, I mean, um, David Palmer's still around, isn't he? The the who will now be ex president. Didn't he? He didn't. Did he no. eventually die off? Yeah, I can't he remember. He died, but it was his brother who who was still alive. He um, had some sort yes. of illness towards the end of season six or seven or eight, whichever right, okay. season he was president. Um, well, I can't remember his name, but I, I know who, who you're talking about. It's I mean, it's so difficult on that show because so many people get killed off. It's trying to remember who who's still alive. Yeah. Everybody. Um, yeah. I mean, I yeah. I mean, uh, it wouldn't surprise me if you saw some of the other characters pop up at some point. Um, some of the sort of ancillary characters. I I don't. I think moving forward. Um. You know, if you're sticking with Eric as the main protagonist, I mean, it's one of these. It's one of the shows that, if you got like the core CTU thing mm. set back up, and if you got that running fairly well, you could potentially change the lead every season if you wanted to, um, yeah, and run it almost like an anthology series. So the person that's the the lead in the series is different every time would be a possibility you know you could do an entire series based around tony for example oh yeah uh, That'd be good. which which would be interesting um so I, yeah i don't know uh I, I wouldn't surprise me if we saw a few other characters pop up at some mm. point i mean i i think it would be a bad idea to go the fear the walking dead route and have 24 and 24 legacy i don't think that would uh as much as people would yeah. say oh great more 24 um, we've kind of seen how that has affected The Walking Dead and Fear the Walking Dead in terms of budget and resources and time and schedules and all that sort of thing. Um, yeah. You know, if you're going to do a spin-off show, don't have the other one running is kind of the suggestion I, I, I make. Yeah, um, no. Like, I... a, a, a smaller example is, like, I have two smaller examples. One is, like, Star Wars Rogue One. They still had episode eight filming, and then they could have, because it was, it was just, um, Darth Vader and Rogue One. Um, 
so you didn't have like Mark Hamill or anyone like that on on the set uh, of Rogue One because those characters weren't in that. So you could still film Episode Eight separately. Yeah. Uh, plus, plus you're talking about Disney, who has an unlimited mm. budget, so yeah. it's never one is never going to affect the other. Mm. So you know, I mean, I think with I, I think with the TV show, I think you're right. I don't think you should. They should try to do another. Yeah. You know, two of them at once, but. It's whether you morph 24 into something else. Um, you know, maybe you keep the real-time format, but maybe rather than, yeah, rather than one pers- person, like, you know, with Jack Bauer, it was starting to get a bit ridiculous that that person is the person that's having the bad day every single season. Um, you know, so maybe you could focus it around CTU more and mm-hmm. set up, have a core group of people at CTU and then have a a different lead who is so it's the person that's having the really bad day is a different person every season yeah um not that i have anything against um uh, uh, you know against eric as a character i think you know he's he's good and it would be interesting to see him folded in to ctu fully but uh you know um and Corey hawkins is a great actor but i i, I was just I just sort of if you're looking at ways of folding other people in that may be one way of doing it. Mm, yeah. I was just sort of thinking of characters that are, are still alive, but haven't quite, you know, I mean, Kate resigned, but how many times did Jack go on and off as a CTU agent and still get involved? So she could still definitely yeah. get involved. Um, I quite liked Kate's character as well. A lot of people didn't, but I thought she was a welcome sort of female agent change thing who wasn't Nina. So yeah. Um, yeah. The, the final kind of suggestion I'd make is if you, if you go a bit of like the Legends of Tomorrow route where you have Jack come back and then you have Jack and Eric kind of be... Because they're sort of uh, like co-pilots in a way now or of the way of Yeah, yeah. Um, so if you kind of have them both... Uh, if you have Eric and Jack both as the lead, I don't see how you can... You know, it, and keep them on kind of equal ground and don't kind of push one of them to the side sort of thing. Um, yeah, I mean, that, that could be quite interesting. Yeah. Uh, but I think that's highly unlikely because Kiefer is so tied up with other things right now. So, all right, okay. I think we've uh, spoken at length about that. Yes, yes. Um, so, if um, yeah, if any of you who are listening would like to write in an email, you can do so by sending it into entertainmenttalk@hotmail.com. So, thank you, Jacob, for writing that in. If you'd like to check out all the other content on entertainmenttalk.org, which you can also send emails in for, uh, you can go to entertainmenttalk.org to check out all the rest of the content. Uh, our Twitter is at etalkuk, um, and our Patreon is patreon.com forward slash entertainmenttalk, so you can go over there and check out all the Patreon features that are applicable to Patreon. Thank you very much for listening, and as always, we'll see you on the next piece of content. Goodbye. Bye. <laughs>